I think at the beginning of the year, we're really, really pumped. We are really motivated about our goals, about new year, new me, wanting to become this new version and better version of ourselves. And then life begins to happen. Hey mama, what do you think of when you hear the word success? Fame, status, and fortune? What about rocking your baby to sleep or coaching Little League? Advocating for your special needs child or mastering meal planning? Maybe going back to school or starting your own business? The truth is success looks different for us all, and it may change depending on the season of life you're in. After finding myself in a dark place, I decided to set an example for my two boys by intentionally choosing what I wanted for my life and seeking it, even if it was scary. And now I'm so excited to bring you stories of other moms who are living out their version of success. I plan to ask these incredible women not only about their journeys, but how they are making it through the madness and the magic that we all know as motherhood. So whether your assistant just brought you a hot espresso or you're rocking your baby on a third cup of reheated coffee, settle in and get ready for some goodness. I'm Shannon Carruthers, and this is the Successful Mama Podcast. Hey mama, and welcome back to another episode of the Successful Mama podcast. This week marks episode number 45. 45 feels so crazy to say because it was just yesterday that I was dreaming of starting this thing and then 2020 happened. You guys all know how that went. It was crazy at our house. We decided to renovate our entire house from top to bottom. So I put this on hold and it stayed there for a while. And then last year in March, I decided to launch and now we are 45 episodes in. That just feels crazy. Anyway, thank you for listening. If this is your first episode, I'm so glad you're here. If you have been here all along the way or a few episodes in between or or whatever it looks like for you, I am so thankful to you. I appreciate you and I hope that you're getting so many good things from this podcast. I know that I am from all the conversations that I'm having with these moms. I truly feel blessed to have this opportunity. Now, I intended at the beginning of the year to tell you a little bit about my thoughts on resolutions and setting goals and what that looks like in my life now. And life happened. I was so sick in December and then I was almost over it. I got sick again. And so I put off that podcast that week and decided I would come back to it. And I'm actually really excited that I did that because I think at the beginning of the year, we're really, really pumped. We are really motivated about our goals, about new year, new me, wanting to become this new version and better version of ourselves. And then life begins to happen. And oftentimes those goals, those big thoughts that we had and those big plans kind of trickle down and they don't tend to turn out the way that we expected them to. And before you know it, we're kind of set back in our ways, back to where we were before the year began. And I have a confession to make because honestly, years ago, I was always like, why should I even set a New Year's resolution? Maybe you're like me. I was just like, that's not even worth it because people try to plan for this and they want to become a better version of themselves, but then they never do. They just fall off from this goal or it's very rare that they do. I should say that sometimes people keep their resolutions. And if that is you, I think you're amazing. But most of the time it is not the case. So I just thought I'm not doing this at all. Now I have honestly shifted gears a little bit. And while I don't set specific new year's resolutions, I do try to revisit my habits. I do try to revisit the person that I want to become and the overall identity I want to hold for the year. So we're going to talk a little bit about that today, about what that looks like in motherhood and how we can do this even when life is crazy and life is coming at us. 
So the first thing that I want to talk about is obviously just the pitfalls of the traditional resolutions. And one of the things that I found interesting is that studies show that a whopping 80% of New Year's resolutions fail by February. 80%. Hey, guess what, guys? February is knocking on the door. We are at the end of January, and it feels crazy. In fact, um, I just finally got a letter board put up at our house, and it says, January has been a tough year, but we made it. Do you feel like that? Because I do. I feel like January has been a rough one, but it's been good. If you're not from Alabama, we spent an entire week on lockdown here, essentially, because we had a lot of ice. It was not snow. It was not like snow with a little ice. Our entire everything was ice. And so there was no driving on roads. There was people were stuck like we didn't go anywhere for an entire week and it was crazy, but it was also kind of nice. We had plenty of food, I'm grateful to say. My boys had a good time. We played with the neighbors, which brought some sanity because I think if they had been just them trapped in the house for that entire week, it may not have gone as smoothly, but we had neighbors to play with, we had food. Um, and again, it was just nice to be able to go, okay, Life is being put on hold, kind of reminisced back to 2020. I know that if you're from the North, you don't understand, but we just don't have the infrastructure here in place to deal with those sorts of things. Um, and so when they happen, we just take them as they come and wait for the weather to warm up. And then we get back to life as normal. Now, where was I? We're talking about January being a rough one. But I think oftentimes one of the struggles that we have when putting a, a New Year's resolution in place is that it doesn't connect to our overall identity or the person that we want to become, the bigger vision for ourselves. And so one of the things that I would challenge you to do is to really think about that, about not just saying, okay, this year I want to, we're going to use, um, you know, weight loss because I think that is the most common one just a guess, but um, this year I'm going to exercise, you know, five days a week, or I'm going to exercise 20 minutes every single day. And what we tend to do is we don't plan for life to happen. And then we also don't attach that to our identity. So life comes at us fast, kind of like um, the crazy week of being home iced in. That was not planned for. But also we don't plan for things like being sick. Hello, December. We don't plan for things, you know, that, that come along and knock us off our feet. And then we go, oh, well, there's no way I can keep up with my goal. There's no way that I can work out every day like I plan to. And so then the next day comes and it's like, well, I didn't work out yesterday. So I'm probably going to just skip again today. And before you know it, it seems like you've just missed your window. You've, you've already fallen off track. There's no way to get back on board. And so you quit. And I get it because I have been there, done that too. So one of the things that I like to challenge you to do is to connect that goal to, I'm sorry, connect that resolution, connect that challenge for yourself to a bigger goal, to a big picture of who it is you want to be. Not just what you want to do, but I, as a person, want to feel healthy. I want to take care of my body. I want to be a fit person. And so because of that, fit people choose to exercise when they're able to. Fit people choose to exercise when they're not able to, when they don't want to, I should say. Um, because that's what a fit person does. So when I claim that identity as my own, I begin to shift my way of thinking. And so the days that are the hardest and I go, okay, 
I want to be a fit person. I am a fit person, right? We're going to claim that as, as our own. So I don't feel like getting up and putting my shoes on and going for a walk or a run or, you know, doing my yoga or doing whatever my hit workout that I've planned for myself. But a fit person is going to do the thing even when it feels hard. And you know what, maybe, maybe life happens, and your kids get sick, or you get sick, and something is not as planned. And maybe you can't do the thing that you anticipated doing that challenge that you set for yourself. But instead, you go, okay, what would a fit person do in this situation? Well, they may decide to exercise for five minutes instead of 20. They may decide to, you know, eat healthier that day because they know they're not going to be able to get their workout in or whatever it is that that a fit person would do in that situation. As you begin to adopt that identity for yourself, your actions are going to reinforce that identity and that identity is going to reinforce your actions. It's kind of a circular thing because once you begin to see yourself as that thing, it gets a lot easier to make choices that fit into that category for you. So like I said, make sure you're connecting that resolution to your bigger goal, to who you want to be. Now, the next thing, and you guys know this is coming because I'm a habit junkie. I love talking about habits and I especially love talking about small habits because again, when life happens, I can't necessarily commit to working out for 20 minutes. Maybe I can work out for five though. And so what I do for myself is I go, okay, I'm going to set, well, first of all, I say, okay, this is my big picture. This is who I want to be. This is my identity. And then I break that down and go, okay, what does that look like on an average week when I am truly doing this the way that I want to? Well, maybe it looks like 20 minutes a day I'm working out. Like I said, we're just going to keep using that example. But here's where I want you to take it even a step further than that. And that is to break it down into the smallest habit possible in order to be a stepping stone in your overall goal. So for example, your habit may be instead of exercising for 20 minutes, maybe it's I will put my running shoes on, right? And that seems so ridiculous, right? But oftentimes I can tell you this from my own experience the hardest thing to do is start. The hardest thing to do is start. And so if I can tell myself, all right, mama, even on the hardest day, I can put my running shoes on. So often taking that first step is going to launch me into, okay, well, I did that. That was the hard part. So now I think I can get up and I can, you know, do a few jumping jacks or I can go for a quick walk versus my 20 minute walk that I was planning on. That first step allows you to break down that initial barrier and then it makes it a lot easier to continue. Okay, but here's the most important part that I want you to remember, okay? You have to know that by completing that tiny step, that tiny action that you have committed to, even if that is the only thing you do that day. And let me just tell you, you know, if you are a mama, you know that some days that is literally all you can do. Some days all you can do towards a workout is put your shoes on and go, okay, that was it. I did the thing. Here's the reason why that matters. Okay. You are staying committed to your initial goal with consistency. Consistency is telling your brain that 
this is something I do every day. This is part of who I am. So I may not get to do the entire thing that I wanted to do, my big picture goal. Maybe I can't go out and run a mile or two miles or 10 miles or whatever it is that you want to set for yourself. But maybe I can put my shoes on. Maybe I can walk for five minutes. Maybe, you know, maybe my smallest version of my habit is that, well, I'll just give you an example because last year, one of the things that I started at the beginning of the new year was I wanted to do one push-up a day. Just one, one push-up every day. That was my goal. It was not a resolution. It was not a, you know, I want to be able to do 50 push-ups or whatever. I wanted to do one push-up a day. And what I found is that once I started and I did that initial one, it got easier to do more than one. And before you know it, I could actually do quite a few push-ups. Now, I may have actually, this is not a good part of the story. I wish I could just tell you, you know, now I can successfully do a hundred pushups. I can't. Um, I ended up hurting my shoulder. I pushed myself a little too hard. So don't do that. Don't take my example in that way. But I will say that even on the days when I didn't want to, some days all I did was just one and that was it. But it continued my streak. It continued the consistency. And as you build that consistency into your daily life, again, it reinforces the kind of person that you want to become. It reinforces, okay, this is my identity. I am a fit person. I am the kind of person that puts my shoes on every day to go for a run. I am the kind of person that does one push up every day. And the hardest thing to do is start. So then it's not like you have to stop there. But it allows you to continue to build on top of that towards your overall goal. Okay, again, super quick recap. Traditional um, resolutions often fail. Traditional resolutions often fail because they lack a connection to our larger life goals. They don't connect with our identity. Thus, we don't tend to keep up with them when life is too hard. By connecting those with our identity and then reinforcing them with small tiny habits that we can commit to even on the hardest of days. We are creating consistency. We are creating a cycle that is going to reinforce itself, reminding us that we are, insert whatever person that you want to become here. We are fit people and we choose to do habits that fit people do. By doing this, you're setting yourself up for success. So I want to challenge you, encourage you right now Think about that a little bit. Take some time, reflect. Who is it that you want to become? What is the action step that you want like within a regular week to look like? And then break that down even further into a small goal, a small habit that you can complete every single day, even on your hardest of days. I hope this will help you shift your ideas around resolutions and begin to take steps in the right direction towards creating a better you. Because I just want to remind you that as you become a better version of yourself, your kiddos are watching and they are going to be positively impacted by your growth, by you moving forward. They're going to be doing the same because they do what we say. (laughs) No, they do what we do, not what we say, right? They are always, always watching us, even if we don't realize it. So focus on yourself, focus on putting some goodness into your life and growth. And just remember that you have to take care of yourself, become a better version of you in order to be the best mom that you can be for your kiddos. 
Thank you for joining me today. And I would love to hear from you. So if you have a goal, a resolution, a tiny habit that you are completing and setting forth for yourself, I want to know about it. Would you reach out to me on Instagram at successful mama podcast? I would love to hear from you. Don't forget, you can also head over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com for all the show notes for episodes and any links that are ever mentioned in the episodes each week. I hope you have a wonderful, wonderful week. Remember, Mama, success looks more than one way. It is up to you to define it. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Successful Mama Podcast. For more information, head on over to SuccessfulMamaPodcast.com where you can find show notes and all of the links mentioned in today's episode. Tap that share button and remember to tag at Successful Mama Podcast. And make sure to go leave a review. It really does help. A special thanks to Will Carruthers. Until next time, remember Mama, success looks more than one way and it's up to you to define it. <laughs>